You want to talk about football, fine. You don't, then you go somewhere else. Get ready, get ready. I'm sick and tired of all this bullshit. Y'all are not playing. Most of the don't even know how to play football, all right? Go, no urgency. Here we go. Welcome to the ST Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Carlos and Chad. You've got to be the dumbest team in America. Hello and welcome to the ST Fantasy Football Podcast. This is Carlos. Today we are missing Chad because he decided he needed a vacation or something like that. So we have a guest host today. Today we have Juan. Hi, Juan. How are you doing? Hello, hello. How are we doing? Doing doing very, very well. Um, so trying to figure out this computer stuff. You know, Chad is the usually the sound engineer and I just, I'm just, the I'm, just the, guy. I'm just the voice. <laughs> So we'll see how so this you're just comes the out. Voice of the podcast? I'm, I'm, well, I would say I'm the voice of reason, but we all know that's not possible. So, no. And neither one of you is the face of the of the podcast. So. Well, that's why we do a podcast and not a YouTube channel. <laughs> Although we we are in discussions to have a um, a, uh, a a whiskey uh, a bourbon channel where we where we uh, sit in front of a camera and drink bourbon and talk about it. I thought y'all would have moved on to, you know, doing a vodcast and just doing it on YouTube. No, who wants to look at us? <laughs> That's very true. At, at least if we're talking about bourbon, people can focus on the bourbon. Uh, so, uh, so anyway, you ready to get this started? I'm yeah, sure let's the listeners do don't, don't want to listen to you and I talk about this stuff. Um, so we tried to have Dan on the podcast today, but he, uh, he decided that he didn't want to, he didn't want to talk to you, I guess. Oh, Danny boy. <laughs> I don't know why I you two can't just get along. Because, well, we can't get along because he throws me, you know, just ridiculous trade offers that he, you know, almost bullies me to accept and I refuse to do it. So now I'm a bitch. <laughs> well, if you would just agree with him on the on the trade offer, I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> yeah, the only problem is the trade offer. You know, I have to give up my future, my my present and my third born. Well, I mean, it benefits for, him. I, I don't understand. Again, I don't understand what your problem is. <laughs> for like the 67th ranked running back. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So, yeah. So that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> ah. All right. So the first thing on the agenda for today's podcast is Lev Bell's value now. So obviously he was uh, signed to the active roster of the Ravens this week, and uh, well, he was actually reverted back to the practice squad. Wait, wait, what? He was reverted back to the practice squad on Monday. Now, from what I read, the article that I read, they can only bring him back up one more time, and then they have to either keep him on the roster or cut him. They can't th- bring him back. I thought it was three times. No, I think it's two. Oh, maybe it's different for veterans than. Yeah, no, I, I have no no idea. Okay. But that, that's according to the article that I read. Huh, interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think happens? Do you think they're going to keep them on the, on the uh, active, like once they bring them back up or if they bring them back up? Or do you think that was his chance and that was it? Well, I mean, he didn't have a, a stellar day on, on Sunday. Um, but my, I brought up the question solely because 
I actually made in our league. Okay. Uh, yeah. I made an offer for Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Just so I can support somewhat handcuff my running backs because I got Latavius Murray. Okay. So I'm thinking Le'Veon Bell is probably going to be the the backup. Um, and I offered a fifth round pick just to throw it out there, you know, just to begin the negotiation. Uh-huh. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would think that's, you know, in a dynasty league right now, I would think that's value. Um, that, that, that's a good trade offer, but I was actually countered with a fourth round pick, which I still don't think is a bad, bad offer, but I just, you know, it was just kind of interesting to see what's his value three years later. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, honestly a fourth round pick is not, it's not horrible, but I, I, I personally would not give up. I just, if I'm the, if I was the Le'Veon Bell owner and somebody offered me a fifth round pick right now, I would probably, it would depend on my situation, but let's, let's take my running back situation. I would probably jump on that offer. If I was a running back needy team, then probably I don't jump on that offer only because if I'm a running back needy team, I'm kind of hoping for more, you know, Achilles or 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 torn ACLs in Baltimore that that make Le'Veon Bell the starter. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. <clears throat> oh no, no, yeah, no. I, t- I totally understand. I, I just found it interesting as you know he came up for this for this game on this past Sunday, right, right, and. I just started thinking, well, what's his value now? Yeah, you know? I, th- I think in our league too, though, and I don't know who has him anymore at, at this point, but I think in our league, everybody's always optimistic that the player they have, even though they're like 10 years past their prime, is is next year they're going to go off and they're going to be a top five player at that position. Yes. And and then sometimes it's just not possible. Yeah, in, in our league, whoever the ridge is. Uh, I think that's the new guy. Yeah, that's the yeah, new that's guy in our the, league, I think. I don't know. That, I can't keep track of these owners. You would think as the commissioner, I probably would, but I don't know. I think it's kind of your job. <laughs> it's my job to make sure they pay, okay, and run the yeah. draft. That's about it. There's a reason we moved to sleeper, right? So it's less less work on my part. So yes. I'm not being paid for this shit, so uh, you guys can handle your own stuff. I just got to make sure everybody pays. Um, so I have a question for you. Thoughts on yes. Trey Lance. He's starting this week for the first time. So do you think this is a he's only in there until Jimmy G comes back? Or do you think that this is it? This is where he takes over and it's his team now? Um, I don't think it's his team right now. But if he comes out like gangbusters over however long Jimmy G's out, it's his team. But Jimmy it, G it, does nothing wrong, right? I mean, he's come out. He's played well. He's managed the team. He's, he's done great things. No, yeah, and it, it's the unfortunate thing about being Jimmy G right now is that you got hurt playing well, and there's high hopes for the guy that they just drafted. Yeah, but so they, have, they they came out earlier. I mean, when after they drafted him, with the, we have no intentions of of him having to play this year. Yeah, it's yeah, but you know, this is the situation that they're in. I mean. I mean, I don't think he can. I don't think if he lights up being like this week, if he's like the number one QB, mm-hmm. you know, in the league mm-hmm. for week five. Okay. You know, and, and he shows the same kind of potential week six if Jimmy G is going to be out that long because mm-hmm. he's out, what, two, three weeks? 
they haven't really given a, a complete timeline. Um, minimum oh, one week. Of, yeah, it's minimum one week, but I, I think they're expecting it to be like a two to three week thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if he's if he's having you know Mahomes type numbers, I mean, you have to kind of look at that. Yeah, but do you think Trey Lance can put up Mahomes type numbers? No. Or do you think it's a Justin and that that's going to lead this leads into the next question with Justin Fields? I mean, he hasn't been great. I mean, Justin Fields, what I, this week he did a little bit better, but his first week as a starter, he he was what accounted for nine being sacked nine times, a total of uh, I think they had one passing yard in the game after after yeah. all the sacks. Um, so what if he comes out and does a Justin Fields type of thing? Um, then I mean. Then you just yeah you just wait it out until you can get Jimmy back. Hopefully it is all just a week one week two week issue and he's back. He can write the ship again. But okay. I don't know. I mean I don't know. Like I I would be hesitant to to start Fields right now if if I don't have a quality quarterback. I mean I mean like then I guess you have to start him. But I would they have I would Nick be hesitant Foles. To start they got who? They have Nick Foles in Chicago they could start. Yes. I mean, he is a Super Bowl winner, the MVP. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but for some reason or another, he's always the third stringer. <laughs> so, okay. So if you feel that about Trey Lance and you think he has the potential of starting in, in Justin Fields, so we're, we're going to talk about your favorite quarterback, Andy Dalton. Does he get a starting job oh. back then? Given how Justin Fields is played, and Nagy has said, it, 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 if if Dalton is healthy, it's his job. However, we all know that coaches say a lot of shit that doesn't mean shit. So, but do you think that as soon as Dalton is healthy again, they bring him back in? No, I, no, I don't think so. Um, honestly, I thought I read that they've announced that that it's his team from starting now. As of Sunday, they were saying Nagy had said that uh, it was it was uh, if Dalton is healthy, this is Dalton's team. Because the comments yeah. were, well, how can he say that given the way that he and you know uh, Justin Fields improved from week one to week two? Well, well, this is the quote from uh, Matt Nagy. It says, "This is Justin's time. We're so confident moving forward." Hmm. Okay, so something must have changed. I've been busy, so yeah, and yeah, that was today, and okay. I was surprised when I saw the headline. Okay, so that yeah, no, I I think they I think they've moved on to to be Justin Fields as the, the starting quarterback. Okay, good. Because to, to me, that that's what makes more sense, right? And the only reason I think you go back to. To to Dalton is that line is horrible, and well, let let uh. Uh, let Dalton, let Dalton be the one that takes the hit. Yeah. 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 See, the thing that I'm seeing here, Coach Nagy reiterated on Monday that veteran Andy Dalton remains the Bears starting quarterback when healthy. Mm. Who knows? Who cares? Um, yeah. Well, my, my thing is from uh, Yahoo Sports. So. Mine, is, mine is from ChicagoBears.com. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, who knows? Well, who cares? I, think I, I think I would go to with ChicagoBears.com. Yeah, but it, it you know how how realistic is ChicagoBears.com? I mean, you know, it could be fake fake news. I, I think they're very uh, one sided on on their decisions. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with that. That's right. 
Um, but okay, but even if you go with Justin Fields, okay, how confident are you in anybody on that team? I mean, I wasn't confident with anybody on that team with with the ginger quarterbacking. I mean, now I'm I really mean, like again in a, in a short in, in a in a redraft league. I like Damian Williams' chances right for the, for the next couple of weeks uh, and until uh, Montgomery comes back <clears throat> or Tariq Cohen comes back. From the receiver point of view, as as a Colt Command owner, I'm not starting him anytime soon. Um, I think it, I think it's very difficult to get away from Allen Robinson, though, right? I mean, you you've invested a fair amount in Robinson. Do you really walk away from him and put him on your bench? I mean, I I would think this week, if I owned Allen Robinson in a league, I would sit him this week. Just because I mean, not even I as your flex. No, I wouldn't even throw him in as, in as a flex. What about going into next week when the buy start? Um, I mean, I I would want to see what happens with that team with another week under under his belt, mm-hmm. just to see how it pans out. Okay, and so, then I make my decision. okay. So let's go back to the Trey Lance situation in 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 San Francisco. Mm-hmm. What do you do with Debo? What do you do with 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 Brandon Ayuk? What do you do with Kittle? What do you do? And and to me, if you're Kittle, you you can't. If you're the Kittle owner, you can't not start yeah. him, right? I mean, you, like, you kind of have yeah. to. Um, but and, and, and please, Lance's numbers weren't bad this week as far as fantasy points go, but a lot of that was on the ground with him running the ball, right? Um, yes. And he had, I think, one 60 or 70-yard pass play or some crap like that. So, mm-hmm. um, But I, I think it's difficult to even Debo or Brandon Ayuk. I mean, how do you I – mean, I mean, I guess you, you can do anything you want to, but – it's hard to, to to walk away from those players, but are you well, are you are you more uh, are you more interested in the running backs in San Francisco at this point? Then, uh no, San Francisco running backs right now. I'm I'm staying away. Like I think y'all said it last week and the week before that, <laughs> and possibly the week before that. Running backs at San Francisco, I am I am staying clear of right now. I think I think Elijah Mitchell has a lot of potential. So. Oh, I kind of like him. He's on the training block if you're interested. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I just I, I think it's 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 difficult, right? This is this is the part of the year where you're trying to make your runs in, in, in fantasy, but it's also the time of year when injuries start to happen, right? Um, yeah. So you have to be prepared for that. This is one of the reasons I hoard running backs because they're my bread and butter. And and, you know, you start seeing some injuries and here you go. Mixon is hurt. Um, may play this week, may not play this week. Had I traded away one of my other running backs, then now I'm stuck with only one running back, at least at this point. I can move Mixon onto the bench, move, uh, I don't know, Zeke over to the running back two position, and my flex position now becomes a wide receiver. You know? Horrible problems to have, yeah. I know. I'm, I I wish I could have that problem, but all my running backs, you know, go out in uh, preseason. So... Well, <laughs> all my all my running back is going IR. You know, the last <laughs> last week of preseason uh, during non non contact drills. Well, you know, it, it kind of ha- well. That's what happens when you have all Ravens running backs. You still have Mark Ingram. What do you th- you got? Mark Ingram. You got Philip Lindsay. What what is your what are you complaining about? Oh Jesus! I think you have. Yeah, I think you have good running backs there. I don't. You know. And, you know. and okay, let's talk about. Man, I don't want to talk about Houston like right now. But let's just talk Philip Lindsay for one second. I just going on, and you said like I took advantage of you on that. 
That dude had 0.7 points this week. Yeah, but after week one, he looked really good. And, and you know, I, I, believe, I believe that comment was made after week one, okay, where, where he had like a stellar game in week one. I mean, you know, that was a, a, a snapshot in time. You, you can't come back like four weeks later and, and quote that. I mean, it, it just doesn't work that way. And for how many years have I had to hear you say that I took advantage of you in the trade for uh, Jimmy Graham? Oh, because you did. I uh, you made the you trade offer. <laughs> By your rationale, you made the trade yeah. offer. So how could I have taken advantage of you? Yes. Okay. So yes, I did make that trade offer, but you were throwing drinks down my throat that night. We were at a sushi we were... house. What? We went to get sushi that night, and neither one of us drinks sake. No. I mean, we were no. drinking a beat of beer, but that's a whole other story. Y- yes. Because then we went to the swamp room, and that's where – see, you take me to the swamp oh, room, my goodness. and I, I'm like a girl. I go to the swamp room. I'm like a girl. My legs open up. I, you, let, <laughs> you do whatever you want for me. <laughs> And that's what you did. You knew what you were doing. <laughs> and for you listeners, he's referring to fantasy football, not anything else. <laughs> you made the trade offer. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. So, yes, that um, is that is, that is so. You made the trade offer. Therefore, there was no taking advantage of you. Um, okay. All right. So before I, I have questions for for you on one other player, and then I know you have some questions for me, and then we'll get on to some other stuff that I have. So Elijah Moore, how are you feeling about that pick right now? Uh, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I really ask. I really want to know your opinion on it. The wide receiver at uh, at the Jets. Yeah, the one you sniped me on in the draft. Oh yeah, I made um, you a very I, good I mean, offer for that pick, and you still said no. So you can kiss my ass. But anyway, go ahead. Um, I'm I'm still liking it. I know he's on what concussion protocol right now. That's why he didn't play this past week. Correct. Um, but I mean. It, it, it really, with that team, it really has to do with, with the quarterback. I mean, I, I, I don't know about the quarterback. So, I mean, I think he's, I think he's like a safe option if, if and when he gets back. Um, I think there was some chemistry there starting more than with anyone else of anything that I've seen from the Jets. And I haven't seen that much Jets football. Right. Um, but, you know, like I, I'm still confident. I mean, maybe not this year, but I think you know, give him one more, give him a year in. So um, when you drafted I mean, him, did you draft him with the intention of playing in him at all this year, or was this a pick that you were looking at for years two, three, four? Uh, years two, three, four. Okay. Um. Just also because I mean, I, like my wide receiver core is isn't that like great, but it's decent enough to give me points. You know, so if I can just, you know, hold him in, in the on the bench and when he comes to, you know, maybe I can switch him out with with, you know, with my flex position, because that's I'm using a flex for a wide receiver for my flex position. OK, yeah, makes sense. Until you get Etienne back next year and then you can use him in your flex. Yes. Assuming that they still have a head coach next year. Uh, yeah. All right. So you had some questions for me. Yes. Um, so just looking at it, um, the Steelers. Yes. 
are you i am that is a dumpster fire and i am selling everything there like there is nothing of value on the on that team now um, i mean in the future there is yes with harris uh-huh. but right now with ben i'm i'm not touching the wide receivers I'm not touching whatever tight end, whoever the tight end is over there right now. No, but the, the thing with that with that team though is, um, let's say Juju for example. Juju's on a one year contract, right? Um, yeah. So maybe he plays there next year. Maybe he doesn't. We don't know. Ben's done at the end of this year. If it, if it wasn't clear before the season started, it's definitely clear now. Najee, you're not getting away from Najee. Um, the tight end is a rookie. I can't think of his name right now. He's got a funny name. Um, you, how do you walk away from a rookie tight end that was? I want to say they took in the second round. Um, so it's it, it's tough to to sell those, but I mean, even when you go as far as uh, Deontay Johnson, I think is the name, and and Claypool, they're all in their second years. I mean, why would you why would you get rid of those guys, right? I I, I mean, again, well, if you if you have James Washington, he's proven to not do very well, right? So why would you hold on to him? Um, yeah, but I think Najee, you hold on to, um, uh, Friar Muth is his name. Uh, Pat yeah. Friar Muth is his name. Eric Ebron. If you were looking to start Eric Ebron this year, you, you were probably, just, you know, grasping at straws at the tight end position anyway, but, uh, between Claypool, Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster, do I, am I comfortable starting him this year? No, but in a pinch, uh, I mean, let, let's see what happens. Obviously, I expected better from that offense this year. I really thought that they would, I didn't think they would be back to the, you know, 2019, 2018 offenses, but I thought they would do a little bit better than what they're doing now. Um, but I think it's hard to walk away from those young receivers and that young, young core of players. Again, maybe I'm not comfortable starting them, but I'm not looking to just dump them off either, especially not in my league where everybody's going to lowball you anyway. Yeah. Starting with the other person on the end of this microphone. And the <laughs> other one that, that didn't call us because, well, you know, so. So, so one thing I wanted I wanted to ask you about the Steelers right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I mean it, it, it's so far after four weeks, it's kind of just shown that Ben stayed one year too long. Correct. I mean, I mean he's just going through the motions of this season. Absolutely. <clears throat> but like, who's there? Like who? Oh, no, it's it's next year's the next year's quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers is not on that roster. Are they in college or are they on someone else's team? <laughs> That's the question that I ask myself, right? Because you look at 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 what okay. I don't believe Tomlin is in danger of losing his job. So let me make that clear. But you still have to take that into consideration, right? Is Tomlin gonna be there next year? I don't think he loses his job. Just because the Steelers throughout history have proven that they stick to their guy and then they kind of let it run its course, right? Uh, a yeah. coach doesn't just all of a sudden forget how to coach, right? And that's that's the thing, right? So Mason Rudolph, not the answer. Uh, so you, you, you're not going to go with that. But is it going to be a rookie? I guess one is going to depend on, on how many games they lose and how high they pick. Um, there's a couple of young rookies or college players that are looking pretty decent right now. But then you also have to look at a Jimmy G, uh, Aaron Rodgers. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what does honestly? What does Minnesota do with Kirk Cousins at the end of this year? I think I believe this is the last year in his contract. So, what does Minnesota do? Is Minnesota going to go to uh, to um, Kellen Mond, or are they going to stick with with Kirk Cousins for another year or two? Um, what happens to Deshaun Watson? I mean, honestly, a character issue player going to Pittsburgh, not exactly unheard of to revitalize his career, right? No, I mean they've got Haskins on the team. Yeah, uh, I, I I just don't I don't think Haskins is the answer there either. Um, no, yeah, oh, no. and then looking on the other spectrum of, of quarterbacks, I I don't see them moving on from him. But there's always that talk. I mean, unfortunately, he leads the league in in in, in passing yards right now. But we all know that Derek Carr and and the Raiders have had a shaky history for 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 many years now. So do the Raiders look to try to make a move for Aaron Rodgers and then become, you know, Derek Carr becomes expendable, right? Um, you know, there's any number of things that they could end up doing that, you know, in, that's an offense that really insert quarterback and you've got 3,500, 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns easy. They just need to fix that offensive line too, though. And that's where I'm really concerned. It's just to me, yes, they're going to need to get a quarterback, but they also need to fix that offensive line. Without an offensive yeah. line, that I don't care who you put back there. You can put Deshaun Watson back there, he's going to get sacked. Yeah, no, that's, that is that is one of their big issues that they have, is that offensive line is terrible. Yes. It's not terrible. No, but it's, it's just, terrible. It, it is okay, Saints terrible. offensive line versus Carolina terrible. <laughs> Yeah, no, the that, that I was just looking at NFL Live and ES in uh, on ESPN and mm-hmm. on the NFL Network, and yeah. just I mean, this does not look like a Pittsburgh Steelers team. I mean, it I mean, it looks like definitely, like I said, he stayed one year too long, Absolutely. and like, and everyone. I don't know if they did it for. I don't know if he came back hoping to have like you know a last you know swan song or you know to do a, a tour or something. But geez, they I'm, somebody should have made a decision on that one. That's exactly what it was. They they're, they didn't want to. They kind of gave him the option, I, I think. And I, I mean, I wasn't in meetings, right? I'm not part of that. But it just seems like they went to him and kind of kind of like the Saints would with Drew. Okay, do you think you have another year yeah. in you? Yes, no, yes, I have another. Okay, then we're gonna roll with you. I think it was just that kind of a thing, and that's where it ended up coming to. And, and unfortunately, I think if they had a better offensive line, I don't think that Ben would look as bad as he does. But when you have no line, Ben has no time to throw, and Ben's not the Ben of 10 years ago where he could have you know, six defenders on his back and still throw the ball 50 yards downfield. Yeah. So I don't but know. That's I mean- just my opinion on it. It just, it, but I mean, you look at it and you're right. I mean, you have good weapons on that offensive side mm-hmm. that whoever the next guy coming in is going to inherit a good offensive side. Of course, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, but it's just like, like I said, like right now, I'm if I mean I traded um, Claypool this year, correct? And I'm not not thinking of like this is what was going to happen, but I'm just glad that. You know, not not glad that I traded him, but I mean, at least I got some good value for him. Right. Yeah. No, I get what you mean. Well, you did. It, it was a good trade, and it, and it's looking to be better. But I think long term, I think I think Claypool could still do well. 
Oh yeah, no and, doubt. And, and the other thing though, it's they're in the first year under Matt Canada at the offensive coordinator position too. And Matt Canada, he was he was an assistant or something last year, but he's going to want to insert his his own offense, right? And it's it, it's it's a pass oriented offense, so it's going to take mm-hmm. them time to to learn that as well. Yeah. So, what other questions do you have for me? Um. So another tidbit, and this is because he's my starting quarterback in our league. Kyler Murray, man, is the only player that you need to have on the cards. Even though they're the only unbeaten team in the league, he's the only. I mean, he is spreading it out so much that yeah, no one else how, has him. Yeah, but how do you walk away from DeAndre Hopkins? Oh, no, you, I mean, no, no, you can't. It, you can't. I mean, the thing with DeAndre, in week one, he had, what, two touchdowns? I mean, he had like 100 and something yards and two touchdowns. And then he hasn't mm-hmm. played very well. Not that he hasn't played well, but his, his numbers haven't been abysmal. But then you bench him, and he's going to go for three touchdowns and 150 yards. So oh, you, yeah, you're no, stuck with definitely. the ups and downs of, of what he does. AJ, I traded him for a reason. I think the last couple of weeks he's, he's kind of stepped up to be the number two. But I think that mm-hmm. next week can be Christian Kirk. And then the you know the next week can be Rondell Moore. And, and then the week after that it can be whoever, Andy Isabella. I'm too bad uh, – Chad isn't here because he loves him some Andy Isabella. Um, so I, I think he it's love the fifth, fifth <laughs> wideout. Um, I, I think the I think DeAndre Hopkins. It, it's hard to 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 get away from Chase Edmonds. I I still contend that James Conner is going to be the starter on that team before the end of the season. And I think if it got to that point, I would be okay with him because I I don't think that they can continue. The one thing is, I don't think they continue the trend that they're going where it's just air it out, air it out, like Kyler Murray run around and air it out. Because one of these days, he's going to run around, he's going to run into a defensive end, and then all two foot three of them is going to end up splat on the floor. So I think at some point, they have to implement a little bit more of a running game to protect the quarterback. And also, to run out the clock. You need to run the ball. Um, Otherwise, you're going to kill your team. So I, I think that Edmonds and, and Connor can become factors here soon, but I, I agree with you. It, it's hard to to rely on AJ Green or Christian Kirk or Rondell Moore as a flex position, and don't even ask me who the tight end is. Oh, the tight end is Ricky Seals Jones, uh, I think. Yes. Um, I, there's no way. I'm I'm not. No, he had like one game with six touchdowns, but I don't think he sees the ball for the rest of the year. Um, I'm exaggerating, obviously. Uh, because I'm sure somebody's going to listen to him. Ricky Seals Jones did only had three touchdowns in, so I don't know how many he had, but I know he had one big game, and that's been about it. So I don't know. I I I think yeah, you can't you can't not start Kyler Murray, and then I think you're you're stuck with with DeAndre Hopkins and dealing with his ups and downs. But that's kind of been DeAndre Hopkins, right? He's never been that consistent receiver where week in and week out you knew what you were getting out of him, right? But that's kind yeah. of the wide receiver position. It's it's hard to find receivers that are just consistent week in and week out. Um, but he's he's not a bigger boom or bust as 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 Brandon Cooks was, right? Where that guy would get you like a hundred points one week and then three weeks of like zero points, and then he'd go off for eighty points and then back to zero points, and you just never knew when to start that guy. So he's not that bad, but it just it, I think the numbers are going to go up and down. But I don't think you're ever going to end up like it, very rarely you're going to end up with a zero with DeAndre Hopkins. No, yeah. No, I mean, he's going to get his touches. It's just he, he's not the – the way that this offense is now running is that he's not the main focal point of, of the wide receivers. I mean, this team is running how the Saints ran 
for so many years where they just spread it out. Whoever was the open guy, that's who's getting the ball. And in every play, it's not going to be the same guy that's open every play. And people say, so, I, I mean, have to bring up the Saints at every opportunity. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I'll bring it up because, I mean, it's the, it's the only closest analysis that I can, I can make on them because no, they are that – it's mm-hmm. that similar to me. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah, but no, it, it, I do love me some. Uh huh. I love me some Kyler. Oh, yeah. He, he's my I, starter. I, I should have traded you for him last year, but whatever. I, I, I he, he's my starter. And you know who's my backup? Gimp boy in Baltimore. <laughs> he's gonna tear his ACL, I'm sure, soon. So <laughs> he's not gonna tear. Oh, that dude is made of flexi seal, baby. <laughs> you you know what's gonna happen, right? Kyler Murray's uh, gonna go on a bye week, and that's gonna be the game Lamar Jackson leaves in the first quarter. So, uh, and, and you know I'm gonna come back and quote you on your flexi seal. Uh, and and if that happens, okay, if uh, that does happen, I will drive the ten miles. I mean the the, the ten hours to get to you, and it is on like motherfucking Donkey Kong, on, okay? Because you have now just jinxed me. Eh, well, you know. I've seen your roster. You kind of jinxed yourself. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, uh huh. See, I like I like making fantasy football fun. You know, I like I I could win it every year, but I choose to like make it a little more difficult for myself. Randy, are you listening to this? I'd like to hear your comments on this one. Uh, Dan, if you're listening, I'd like to know what you have to say on that one too. Uh, even though he'll just make a trade proposal. Uh, yeah. All right. What else you got? Um, and we talked, uh, like I asked you this, uh, the other day, uh, yesterday and the chargers. I mean, I am buying the chargers, man. I am all in on the chargers. It doesn't matter the position. I want it. I'm still not convinced you know, on Jared cook. You know, I'm, you know, I'm the dude that I love the quarterback wide receiver combo, right? You know, I love that. Yeah. That combo. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, if I can make trades to get to get what was it, Williams? Mike Williams, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm in. I um, honestly, I tried to trade for for uh, Herbert before the season started, um, just because uh, of the Lombardi situation. And and honestly, we talked about it in the beginning, you know, in the, one of our first podcasts before the season started, but um, about Austin Eckler, how I was big on him this year because. He, I saw an interview with him, and he talked about how they asked him about the new, uh, you know, offensive coordinator, blah blah blah, and he said that he felt his role could be very similar to Alvin Kamara's role, right? Uh, which is mm-hmm. why I was big on on Austin Eckler going into this year, and honestly, in my redraft league, I took him in the second round, and he hasn't disappointed, right? He had that one week where he got no. hurt, but he's played well. He's no Alvin Kamara, but who is right? Um, yeah, no. So I think he's played very, very well. I think Mike Williams is a little bit of a surprise. I mean, he's playing really, really, really well. Uh, I think people expected a good season out of him, but not like this. And just uh, Justin Herbert, I was big on him last year, and I was, you know, as the, as the season went on and he showed what he could do, I was really big on him. But I, I, I couldn't work out a deal because your brother's unreasonable uh, to try to make a trade with. So, mm-hmm. um. 
so we could never work out a deal. But I would, I want, I, I was, I've been trying to get Herbert, you know, since 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 the off season. So I should have tried harder last year. But you're trading your brother for a rookie is even worse. Oh yes, yeah. No, Edwin, Edwin's impossible to trade with. Yes, I mean. I mean, unless you're another Hermita, then it's well, easier, yeah, then but... then then for some reason you can trade with him, but and and the <laughs> trades that he does with you are horrible, my God. Uh, but no, I I think San Diego's offense is again. I, I have Jared Cook or I had Jared Cook. I don't even know where I stand on Jared Cook in, in that league anymore, uh, only because I just expected him to do a little bit better than he has been, and and but then it's Jared Cook. I don't know why I expect anything out of that jackass. Um, well, yes, I'm mean... still bitter about the. The divisional round game. So, yes, the fumble. Yes, fucking asshole. Yes. Um, I mean, Jared Cook. This, this, this on Monday, he had he had nineteen points. I mean, yeah, but look at his that, stuff from before that. It, it's it, it's been oh, yeah, pedestrian. No, uh, and and, oh, I, yeah. and honestly, I watched him week two. I think I think I saw him drop two passes, and I'm like, yeah, that's the Jared Cook I know. Fucking dickhead. Um, but I think at this point, I would take him over Troutman. I'm not sure. You know, Adam Troutman has more drops than he has receptions in this this season. Yes, and yes, I brought it back to the Saints. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but like, okay, so Mike, where are you where are you on Keenan Allen? Uh, I, I'm high. I'm high on Keenan Allen too. Yeah, I mean, see, I just, I've like, never been a fan of Keenan Allen. I don't know why. And so, so okay, so I'm I'm going to contradict myself in the statement I said earlier as like the same <laughs> offense that they just spread it around, uh-huh. okay? But and like, did you watch the game Monday? Like, I watched the game, and I no, I, I didn't swear, get like, a chance to watch the game. Actually, after the game on Sunday, I just had no desire to watch any football anymore. Um, so I did watch the intro where. Playing in Los Angeles in the Chargers stadium, the Raiders got cheered and the Chargers got booed in their own damn stadium. Yeah. And yes. and I still a lightning delay. See, I told you that game. I told you that stadium wasn't wasn't a, a dome. It's just an open air stadium with a covering on it. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it's covered, but the the sides are open. That makes no sense. So like lightning can go sideways into the stadium. Hey, you never know. You know. never know. Yeah. You never oh no, know very that, true. That's you true. never know how that lightning can go. And then all it takes is one person getting lightning struck, and then the NFL is going to be sued for hundred. We should go to some lightning games. Uh, not like the Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, like a game in the NFL that has lightning. Sorry. So sorry. Go ahead. But- but no, watching the game on Monday, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're looking at this offense, the way it's, you know, positioned, you know, the the the, the audibles and, and just like the 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 movements of, of, of the players, I mean, like it is a mirror image of the Saints. Uh, yeah. I mean, so Lombardi, Lombardi's taking, you know, so Lombardi again, said Lombardi said that he was taking the Saints offense to San Diego. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's got the talent to do it. Yes. They've been building that talent for many years. Just the coaches previous to that couldn't take advantage of it. Mike Williams has underperformed for most of his career, some of it due to injuries. Um, but I think Justin Herbert's going to be a great quarterback. So, and no, and, and and that's the that's the incredible thing is that you look at you know all the talent that Drew Brees had that you know he didn't have the you know the first round you know elite 
wide receivers on his team. Whoa, and whoa, whoa. Herbert Brandon Duff. Cooks wasn't a first-round talent? Yes, but, I mean, come on. I mean, look at where. I mean, historically, I mean, just before that, you had Meacham, you had Devery. I, and I don't Colston, want to bring it back to the Saints. Colston but, was, but you, you know, I mean, he was a seventh-round draft pick, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. No, but he turned into but and I think he turned into that because of yeah. Breeze. And you look at what you know Lombardi's doing on this team. Yeah. Those piece those pieces are already there. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that talent is there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're just making the quarterback better. So it's just in reverse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I like I'm I want to watch another Chargers game. Yeah, no, I watched them earlier I mean, in the year. I watched them in preseason and, and yeah, they have a good team. They I, I honestly I really I, I think when they get further into the season, I think it'll be really, really interesting to see how that team develops even more, um, even more as as they as they grow into that offense, if you will, right? Because it it's not an offense where they're grasping it and they're doing a good job of it, but I think it gets better as the season goes on and they understand it better. To the point yeah. that. Uh, the second, and I know they played the, the Chiefs already, but the second time they play the Chiefs, I think it'll be very interesting to see where that goes. And it could be a track meet, honestly. Except that the Chargers have a pretty decent defense. I mean, you know. Yeah, no. And they have some Boza that, guy over there, too. I don't know who that is. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that is a stacked team on both sides of the of the ball, man. Mm-hmm. That That's a team to, to keep an eye on to yeah. make a run, man. No, it absolutely Definitely. is. Definitely. Absolutely, but no, yeah, the Chargers are, are are doing very very well, and 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 I look forward to see what they're doing. So, what else you got? Um, and so this this other question I have for you, it comes regarding the other league that we're in. That other the one you don't league. understand? <laughs> yes, I, I've only played four games. And I'm three and five. I have no idea how that works. I, I no no clue. I, I don't understand how I'm the second-ranked team in the playoffs, but I beat everyone that's in the playoffs. How am I the second-ranked team? I don't get it. Okay, whatever. It's, it, it, it's only a $10 lead. That's why I don't care. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. Go ahead. No, but in that league, um, it, it's a two-quarterback league. Uh-huh. And how are you feeling about Taysom? And the only reason why I, I bring this up is because the Saints offense now being out, um, uh, was it Troy Jones? Tony Jones. Tony Jr. Jones? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looks like Taysom's in his plays that he does, he's going to be the like the other running back. I mean, does that – interest you in in a two quarterback league to have him as your second quarterback so okay um depends on my situation right um because let, let's uh, let me let me find that league right quick so i can um is this the one so I, i'm gonna go to i'll get back to, to to that scenario in a second in another league that i'm in okay my starting quarterback starting the season was Taysom hill Okay, not mm-hmm. what well, was and, and this is a league where they these teams hoard quarterbacks, right? It's a two quarterback league, and I get why they hoard quarterbacks, right? 
But like I had like yeah. this eighth pick in the first round, and there were no quarterbacks left for me to take in the first round. Like Mac <laughs> Jones went the pick before me. I'm like motherfucker. Um, so conversely, like, like had I known this league was like this, because I came in and came into this league last year, and we did a like supplemental draft or whatever. So um, as part of the supplemental draft, I ended up with one zero one last year, and I took Ceh. Had I known that it was going to be like, I had three picks in the first round, right? And I took CH with the number one overall pick. And then I had like picks nine and 10 or something like that. Had I known that all the quarters would be gone by then, I would have taken Burrow with the number one overall pick, right? But like I took CH and the next picks were like Burrow, Tua, um, Herbert. I mean, it's just like all of them went. And I'm like, fuck. Um, So... Out of principle, right? I refuse. This is the this is the league where a person on numerous occasions kept trying to trade me Matt Ryan for the for for a first round pick. I'm like, I'm not trading you a first round pick for Matt Ryan. It's not going to happen, right? Um, even if he didn't play for the Dirty Birds, I still don't make that deal. So I finally made a deal a couple weeks ago for Davis Mills. So Davis Mills is my starting quarterback. But before that, it was um, it was Taysom Hill. So in that particular league, it's Davis Mills, and I've been starting Marquise Brown in my second. It's a super flex, so my second quarterback position, I've been starting Marquise Brown or, or, or whatever. I, I have a pretty decent, like outside of the court, I have CEH, Derrick Henry, Devonta Smith, Justin Jefferson, uh, Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones, Marquise Brown. That, that's the rest of my starting lineup, right? Um, so, nice. so do I take Marquise Brown out for Taysom Hill? And the answer to that short is no, right? I, 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 I'm not comfortable making that, that move. Okay, so let's go a step further. Aaron Jones, no. Josh Jacobs, possibly. But I think the upside on Josh Jacobs is a little bit more. Jeff, Justin Jefferson, hell no. Devonta Smith, uh, probably not. CEH, to me, comparable. Yep. But I kind yeah. of rather take my chances with CEH over Taysom Hill because Taysom Hill is contingent on what Sean Payton feels like doing that day. And yes. Jackass keeps throwing interceptions five yards short. I don't know how many more passes he's going to throw. Which we'll talk about yep. that on the other podcast. Um, so I, I think in a flex situation, maybe, but... In the other two quarterback league that I'm in, that I can't seem to find that damn team. Okay, here it is. Um, I have Derek Carr and I have Daniel Jones. No, I'm not benching either one of those quarterbacks for Taysom Hill. Yeah, no, no. So it really depends on, and this is the league where I have Deshaun Watson that I can't freaking use. Uh so I think it just depends on your situation, right? And, and on a bye week situation, then yes, I'll, I'll put him in there. But to to say that I'm going to take a guy who's a starting quarterback out of the lineup, okay, as bad as Ben is playing, I don't know if I take Ben out to put Taysom Hill in. I don't know. I, I'd have to look at the situation. Yeah, but, no. But any other starting quarterback? I mean, give me a starting quarterback that you're going to, that you're going to bench in order to put in Taysom Hill at the second quarterback position. Oh no, yeah, no. Right now there there isn't. Um I mean maybe 
maybe Zach in, in at the Jets, maybe. Brissett is probably the only one I can think of off the top of my head that I'm like, hmm, really, Brissett? I could probably yeah, bench and be okay with that. <laughs> yeah, because uh, even Davis Mills, as bad as he's he's not as bad as he's playing as 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 he's he's a rookie, right? And he's a fourth round rookie out of a Division two school. Uh, I, I have trouble benching him in favor of Taysom Hill right now. Just because the upside is always going to be big, you know, higher behind a guy or on a guy who's who's lining up under center every play, not just yeah, ten to fifteen plays a game. But it, it is worth a consideration. I just don't know if I'm ready because how many how many times is he going to have a two touchdown game? I don't know. He did look nasty running that ball though. He does. I mean. And that's the thing. I mean, that, that's one reason I, I kind of bring it up is that, I mean, it looks like right now he is going to be the backup running back. You know, in, in, in Sean Payton's vision of how he runs Taysom Hill. Yeah. You know, but, no, but I, the reason I don't know that he's going to be the backup is, and this is why I was calling you earlier, he has one running play. Well, it's two running plays, but they're the same damn play, right? It's the yes. sweep or the behind the guard. And which way does it go every right. single time? To the right. <laughs> Why does he never go to the left? Uh, and I thought it was a joke, but no, I can't think of a time they have run the ball to the left with him. It's always to the right. I, I think the only time – the only – time he ever runs it to the left is when it's the the, the hole is sealed and he's got to go that way i, I even you know, then i don't think that. he runs to the left i don't think i've ever seen him i think i may have seen him roll to the left but he's never run to the left yeah that's I'm my that's <laughs> yeah it's that's always to the right yes and the only like the podcast I was listening to, they were thing that they the only thing they can because again I thought they were joking, but in that, I'm thinking back and I'm like no. And the only thing that they could conclude is Pete. It's always pulling guard, and so it's always Pete. Are you going to pull Throckmorton or are you going to pull Pete? Are you going to pull Ruiz yeah. or are you going to pull Pete? So I think it boils down to who are you going to pull, and it's always going to be Andreas Pete. Yeah. But our listeners aren't here to, to listen about our, our theories on the offensive line no, for the Saints. No. But it's, it's, it's a valid question on the Taysom Hill thing. I just I, – I, you have to kind of – don't pull a Sean Payton and don't try to be too cute. Look at the matchups. But if you have a starting quarterback, go with the starting quarterback. But he's a good flex play. But I, I'll, I'll tell you, or I wouldn't be surprised if this Sunday Taysom Hill doesn't have 10 rushes. Like, I, I, I don't know because th- here's here's where I struggle with that. I mean, 10 rushes, maybe, right? Depends on how many times we have it inside the 10-yard line. But where I struggle with that is the reason Elvin Kamara didn't have the targets. He had zero targets this game, right? Yeah. No. Uh, and the reason he has zero targets is Coach said, once Tony Jones went down, that completely changed the play calling. Because now it's, Kamara is the running back, and I don't have, I mean, Washington's there, right? But yeah, there's a drop-off from 
Tony Jones Jr. to Washington. And because yes. of that, he didn't want to risk any injuries to Kamara. So it's kind of a, okay, we need to change the plan here because I no longer have that backup. If you're going to rush, if you're going to do that with Taysom Hill, I think that that also puts you in a situation where if you hurt Taysom Hill and then something happens to Jameis Winston, then Trevor Simeon? Yeah, Trevor Simeon's the in-game. Trevor, Trevor Simeon, Simeon is, is the backup. The, I, I get that. Is but the backup. Th- yes. That's what they say. I just I don't know if that's going to be the case, right? Um, so I, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know that you you run that risk, especially since our wide receiver core is so bad, and Taysom Hill is really the second best receiver on that team right now behind Dante Harris. So I could see more the. You maybe you line them up at the running back, but you're kind of bringing them out of the flat to catch a pass type of thing, but not. I don't know. I, I don't know. But you also have to remember this: this Washington defense is pretty, pretty strong, pretty stout with Chase Young, and and honestly, yeah, you're gonna have Hurst blocking Chase Young. So, I mean, it's to the right left it's on the left hand side, and he always runs it to the right. So maybe they do. They just run to the right every single time away from Chase Young. Eh, maybe that's the answer. Yeah. But then they just move Chase Young to the other side, and then we're fucked because uh, we're not running it to the other side with <laughs> with Taysom Hill. So I, I think you take a wait and see attitude. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not ready to pull the trigger on that one. I gotcha. All right. What else you got? Um, I think the last thing I have, and it's not really like a fantasy football question. It's just a football. Uh, that's the the other podcast sorry go ahead (laughs) i mean like i mean it has to do with fantasy football but like the the mess that's happening in jacksonville right now with Mm -hmm. urban meyer yes are are you like staying away from those players right now um yes and no right i mean it's 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 how do you stay away from james robinson i mean easy you don't start him right but it's yeah it's hard because okay with what's going on you could see where they would rely on the run I was, I'm one of the people that was never big on 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 Chanel to begin with, but now with DJ Chark's injury, they have to throw the ball somewhere, right? They have to do something. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're going to go and, and and not perform. But no, I, again, this is a team where I'm taking a wait and see attitude. But I just, I was never big on anything going on with Jacksonville anyway, right? I have DJ Chark in a couple of leagues, or at least at least in two leagues. And I was never excited about starting him. It was kind of like, oh, he's healthy. I guess I got to start him. But I, I never felt good starting him just because I don't. You know my feeling on Trevor Lawrence. I don't think he's a great quarterback. I, I like the other quarterbacks in this class better. Um, I think he has issues reading defenses. I mean, he we saw it in the national championship game. We saw it in the playoff last year when it came to top-ranked defenses. He didn't play very well. So... I don't know. I, I still have my questions on that. So, no, I haven't been big on that offense to begin with, but now I'm really not. And and, yeah. and that's why in my redraft league, I stayed away from Robinson. I stayed away from Chark. I stayed away from Chenault. I stayed away from Trevor Lawrence. I stayed away from everything to do Jacksonville just because I didn't trust it. But in a dynasty league, you're kind of stuck with those players. If I can avoid starting them, I'm going to. But I think in some cases, you're not going to have a choice. Yeah, no. But I'm not excited about starting any of them, uh, at least not until I see something better. But I, I, I think that Urban Meyer is done at the end of this year. So conversely, what I will say is if you're in a league and you can get some of these Jacksonville players on the cheap, by all means, do it and, and stash them for next year. 
Yeah, no, no. I, that being said, I, I'm in the. Inter- I'm always interested in trading for Travis Etienne. So if you're looking to move him, let me know. Uh and no, I'm not. You know, every for... every player on my team is on. Is yeah, on the but block. you're you're unreasonable to trade with. Uh, I am know, not. And and and, and apparently alcohol is what makes you more reasonable, and you don't drink anymore. So whatever. Uh, when I'm in town in November or in December, we'll have to discuss. Uh, we'll have to discuss some, some fantasy football trades. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Before our trade deadline. <laughs> well, we don't have a trade deadline anymore. Remember? Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so we're already at the 55 minute mark. Holy crap! I can't believe we've oh, been wow. talking this long. So I had some other questions for you, but I, I think we've been we, we've been going on for for, for too long now. Um, any 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 parting thoughts you want to give to our listeners? listener <laughs> our, our one listener other than me because i'm not gonna listen to this week because i'm i've already listened to it um no man like i'm looking at it man it's it, i know it's early it's still you know early in the season i mean i'm at i'm at one in three in our league mm-hmm. in our SPFFL league and that i'm still like one game out you know so it doesn't matter what your you know what your records are I mean, you might not be out of it yet, right. which is the great thing about fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you know, I, I, mean, I, I agree. I mean, I remember, and, and I'm not trying to reference back to that year, but the year of the Gronk trade, right, that I traded you Gronk because he went down with an injury and I got Jimmy Graham for you. You traded me that with the expectation that you were done for the year. You didn't think you were going to to make the playoffs that year. You, you thought you were done, no. and your team went on a little bit of a run at the end of the season. And you and I ended up facing each other in the in the, in the fantasy championship game. So, yeah. turns out I could have won that league that year without <clears throat> Jimmy Graham. Uh, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but no, I, I, you're right. I mean, it, it is still early in the year, and then depending on what's going on, don't start tanking yet because you want the number one overall pick next year. You can still make a run for it. Anything else you want to you want to add to our listeners? No, that's it, man. All right. Well, that's it for our podcast this week. Thank you for listening. And oh, at STF of Ball and what is Chad's? STF of Chad is is his Twitter account and at STF of Ball. Yeah. He's the one that always does this. I don't do this part. So um, all right, everybody have a good one and we'll talk again next week. Yeah. Don't be an urban mind. <laughs>